Hey everybody, this is Kelly Cooper and welcome to the first podcast uh, for Life Made to Order. For any of you that might not be familiar with me, I am a personal development blogger and life coach that specializes in law of attraction, though I talk about a bunch of other stuff as well. And being that that is kind of my wheelhouse, uh, a lot of my podcasts are going to focus on that. And as such, I thought a great first one would be a podcast discussing some misconceptions about the law of attraction because there are a whole bunch of them. And these misconceptions can either really slow your progress if you're kind of buying into it and you're trying to work consciously with your energy or cause you to completely dismiss the concept altogether as a bunch of, you know, new age woohoo bullshit. And that would be a real crying shame because working consciously with my energy and learning more about this concept and, and what is what it's really about has changed my life in ways I couldn't have even imagined years ago. I went from kind of broke, depressed, you know, adrift, you know, that kind of typical backstory to somebody that's actually living the life I actually wanted. I am, you know, doing my coaching. I have my blog. I'm a writer. I've been, you know, living a location independent lifestyle with my husband, Ryan, for the last four years. We have been traveling the world. We are currently in Bali right now. I'm doing a house sitting job in a, a beautiful luxury property and that'll be a good time to mention that there are lots of chickens and roosters on the property and some of those roosters, boy, can they crow. And I'm hoping the universe will cooperate and keep them quiet while I'm recording this. But if you happen to hear them in the background, my apologies. It should be kind of muted though, because I'm as far away from them as I can really get. So anyway, got off on a little bit of a tangent there. So today I do want to talk about law of attraction misconceptions because I hope that listening to this will really help you kind of understand the nuances of the concept, you know, because on the, in the core, it's pretty simple. Asking it is given, but kind of moving into that space can take a little bit of work. And the, some of the misconceptions, you know, can clearing them up for you will you know, help you tap into everything more easily, help you understand it more, maybe help you get unstuck with certain things that you feel like you're kind of struggling with and you, and you can't move past. So we're going to jump right in with that. Um, the first misconception is law of attraction is basically like magic and you can just ask for something and it should just appear right away. And because it doesn't, it's bullshit. And everyone that believes in this is a big fat moron. Um, it's not magic. Well, it's kind of like magic in a way because it's super awesome and you can kind of create things you probably don't think you can create now, but not magic in the way that the misconception type magic. Um, it's not about just thinking something and having that exact thought happen. It's not about, you know, well, if I can think, if I can, every, my thoughts create my reality and I think of a purple dinosaur, then why isn't it appearing? It's like, no, that's not what it's about. Law of attraction at the core is about like attracting like. Our predominant thoughts, beliefs, and feelings, that is what will determine what we attract into our experience. Those experiences will be a mirror of all of that happening in our internal world. Um, it's about lining up with the things you want in usually unexpected ways and easy ways and ways that don't require lots of hard work and toil and suffering. Um, a perfect example, I had recently been thinking about redesigning my website 
I am not a visual person at all. And when someone would try to ask me, well, what do you want it to look like? I draw like a big fat blank. I'm like, I have no freaking idea. And I would see different things and whatever. And I was thinking, okay, I'll get a professional designer to do it for me. I don't know jack about that technical stuff. I don't want to learn about it. It's a huge pain in the butt. But then I was thinking, wow, there's so many different designers out there. And how do I even go about choosing a company? And I was just like, eh, you know what? I'm not even going to worry about it right now. And one day, randomly, I saw Ryan, my husband, looking at a blog. And I'm like, wow, I really like how that blog looks. I, that concept, like, that's kind of what I would want my blog to look like. I, that, whoever did that, that's what I want. And I went to the bottom of the site and I saw the, the web design company and I, you know, I ended up getting in touch, got a really good vibe. I looked at their other samples and I'm like, yeah, this person gets what I want. They kind of focus on businesses like mine, like heart center, personal development, warm, fuzzy type businesses. So that's a great, so there's a great example. I kind of set the, that intention of wanting to design my site. I didn't really do too much about it, but then I was led to this company and this person by a serendipitous, serendipitous course of events of me just randomly seeing my husband on this one website when he visits like 50 websites a day doing his, his blog commenting because he loves it. And boom, there it is. I didn't have to go look for anything. I didn't have to try so hard to figure out what I wanted because this person gets what I want. And now I've entered into contract with her and she's going to start designing it. Awesome. I'm going to get my, my lovely new website. So yes, the law of attraction is not magic. It's not about immediately thinking things and having those things happen. Thank God it's really not like that because if all our conscious thoughts came to fruition immediately, this would be a, a pretty wacky world, wackier than it already is. You actually don't want the things you think about to happen right away because that might not be what you actually want or you might get it in a way that you actually don't want to get it in and it won't make you as happy as you think, you know, blah, blah, blah. So that's misconception number one. Um, it's not magic. And that brings me to number two. It's all about your thoughts. This one, it's not a total misconception. There, our thoughts play a very important role in the process of, of manifestation and, and creating our experience. But this kind of ties back into, um, you know, the first misconception about it being all about magic. It's not about immediate thoughts, your thoughts immediately creating your reality. It's more about what you're feeling and what you're believing. And our thoughts are a manifestation of our energy in any given moment. What we're thinking is a good indicator of where we're energetically at at the moment, what we're kind of feeling, what beliefs are, are, are predominant in that moment. So the thoughts play a role, but it's very easy to think thoughts. I could think a happy thought right now of becoming a millionaire or getting something that I want. I could think that thought very easily. Am I going to get it because I'm thinking of it? No, not really, because it's about the energy. It's about what I'm really feeling. And that is much deeper than what I'm thinking. So I could think something. And if I have no energetic charge behind it, it's not going to make a difference. Um, our random conscious thoughts, you know, they might not be a, in any given moment, they might not be an indicator of our true energy in a moment or our true belief. For example, let's say you're driving in bad weather and you kind of have a, a thought of like, wow, it's pretty dangerous out here. I really hope I don't get into an accident. 
just thinking that one thought doesn't mean, oh my God, now you, you thought about getting in an accident. Now you're going to crash your car. It's like, no, that was just kind of a random thought that kind of popped in given the circumstance where it might be understandable to have a thought like that because you're driving in bad weather and it's more common to get into an accident in, in bad weather. But if your underlying energy is that you believe driving is generally a safe activity, you feel safe, you're not really giving off an energy of, you know, that would make an accident a match to your experience, you're not going to get into a car accident just because you thought, wow, I hope I don't get into an accident. Our thoughts really only have power when we keep thinking certain thoughts over and over and over again, and they end up strengthening a, a belief that's not serving us more and more because we keep thinking those kinds of thoughts or we end up because of these thoughts we keep thinking over and over and over again we end up forming a new negative belief that's not going to serve us and that's going to make things happen in our life that we would rather not be happening so no, it's not all about your thoughts. It's not about thinking things and then those exact things happening. It's about what you're feeling, what you're thinking, the thoughts you're thinking all the time. If you're, again, if you're thinking certain things over and over and over again, that's an indicator of some pretty screwy energy, something you have a lot of fear around something or a lot of doubt around getting something you want or a belief that's just kind of crappy in some way. So don't become obsessed with monitoring your thoughts. You can't monitor them all. I can't remember the exact number, but I read somewhere that we have like 50 or 60, some ridiculous amount of thoughts a day. Trying to monitor all of that would probably give you an aneurysm. So don't, don't become obsessed with that. Um, you know, if you find yourself really in a bad train of thought, you do want to pay attention to that because it shows energetically you're kind of in a space of not really feeling great and not feeling good is an indicator we're not in alignment kind of with what we want. Um, if you're having a bad day and you're just kind of thinking random bad thoughts, like don't beat yourself up about it. It happens. None of us are happy, shiny 24 seven. If you are one of those people listening to this, please shoot me an email and let me know your secret. So don't become obsessed with your thoughts, monitor them, but realize it's more about what you're believing and what you're feeling. It's not about what you are exactly thinking all of the time. Um, another, actually a quick, another example of that, which will be good before I move on to the next misconception. Um, as f further evidence that it's not about exactly what you're thinking, thinking about, think about all the times that you've attracted something good or bad or in more LOA friendly speak, wanted or unwanted, that you never gave any thought to. So clearly it's really not about your thoughts, it's about your vibration. And then, you know, when you think more about that and you really kind of let that sink in, you'll realize, oh yeah, it's really not so much about what I'm thinking because I never even thought about that thing and it happened to me. Then you will be able to get to the core of what's really creating your reality is what you're believing, what you're feeling most of the time. Your, your thoughts are just a manifestation of that. They're kind of a top layer. You got to go a little deeper. And speaking of thoughts, that'll bring me to misconception number three. You have to think about what you want all the time. God, talk about pressure, especially if what you want is something you have a lot of fear or doubt around and thinking about what you want makes you feel kind of shitty. You don't want to think about that all the time. So this is, um, this misconception is, I think one of the 
ones that can, well, all of them can stand in the way. But this one in particular can, I think, really get in the way because, like I said, the idea that you have to think about what you want all the time, that could probably create a lot of pressure for you. And you'll worry, oh, well, how much do I have to think about it? And you'll you'll read some people say, hold a, a picture of what you want in your mind steadily all the time. And you're like, holy shit, that seems really hard. And you don't have to do that because, like I just said before, what you're thinking about is not really the true point of creation. So you don't really have to think about what you want. Um, thinking about what we want, visualizing, things like that, those are tools. It's a tool. Focusing on what you want, that's merely a tool. And because you probably don't have a lot of practice thinking about what you want in a positive way, thinking about what you want in a positive way can be a really helpful tool. And you might want to play around with different visualizations that kind of get you in a good feeling space that help you clarify what you want. When you think about what you want and you try to maybe visualize or even if you're just kind of randomly thinking about it and you kind of start to feel a little bit icky, that's the good old friend called resistance. And that's what makes law of attraction difficult is the resistance. If we didn't have the resistance, we can just think about what we want and it would just come awesome. And so the focusing, it's a useful tool. Thinking about what you want, visualizing is a useful tool for helping you uncover your resistance to your desire. Um, though that icky feeling, that's resistance in, in its various forms. It's the fears about maybe the bad things that might happen if you get what you want, the fear of worrying you won't get what you want, all the beliefs you have that contradict getting this thing. So you need to pay attention to all of that because all of that's really not just going to kind of fade off into the background and go away. You need to identify it so you can see what you're working with. So that's what thinking about that's going to be valuable for you. But again, you're not creating based on your thoughts. You're creating based on your overall vibration, which is so much more than what you're just thinking. It's your predominant beliefs. It's your predominant feelings. It's how you feel about getting what you want, um, what you expect, your expectations and, and all of that. So no, don't worry about thinking about what you want all the time. When thinking about what you want feels badly, don't force it. But again, Pay attention, note what's coming up because that's the resistance. If you find yourself avoiding thinking about what you want all of the, like frequently because it doesn't feel good to you, you gotta, again, you gotta really step into that all a little bit and examine what's happening because it means you have a lot of resistance around what you want. And with that kind of heavy resistance, it's gonna be hard to let in manifestations that are, you know, going to show you're moving closer to what you want or the actual thing that you want. And you're just going to get discouraged and wonder why nothing's happening and nothing's happening because there's been no shift of your energy. If thinking about what you want makes you feel freaking awesome and you can do it for six hours straight, go for it. Um, but just remember, it's not the thinking about what you want. It's not the focusing. That's what's making it happen. It's how that's all making you feel. Again, think back to all the times you might have manifested something really cool and you're like, wow, I didn't even ever think about this thing ever. Or, you know what, like three weeks ago, I, I remember thinking I wanted this, but I never gave it another thought. Again, it has nothing to do with the amount of focus or thinking about it. It's the vibration and you were a match to that thing and it came in. And that's what it's about. It's about your feelings. So use focusing. It's a good tool. It's a good tool to help you figure out what you want. It's a good tool to help you identify resistance, but don't worry about having to think about what you want all the time. If 
it's, you know, thinking about what you want for a few minutes a day and you get into a good space, you can make it a little ritual. That's great. But focus more, not so much on what you want exactly. Focus on cultivating the feelings that lie behind what you want. And the more you can get into those feelings, everything you, everything that feels that good will make its way into your experience, including the specific thing you want, but maybe a little bit altered or an even better version. Or you might discover, oh, actually what I want is not actually what I really truly want. And it's all good because you're vibing those feelings that, you know, how you want to feel and you're going to get a bunch of stuff that makes you feel that way. So that brings me to misconception number four. You have to get all positive and ignore all the negativity or you're totally screwed and your life's going to remain a steaming pile of shit. That is not true. And I believe this misconception is probably the one that screws people up the most when they're trying to, to manifest the things that they want. And it's a, it's a biggie because this believing that truth means that you're not going to address the resistance that's standing in between what you want and is standing in between you and what you want in any real way. Yes, you want everything you want is because you think it will give you a certain feeling you want to feel happy you want to feel peace you want to feel a sense of purpose you want to feel all sorts of warm fuzzy feelings that's why myself and many other people that teach these concepts really recommend get into that feeling good space first make that your priority and like i said before you're going to get a bunch of stuff that makes you feel just like those feelings and you're going to be happy so it is about you do want to get into a feeling good space to really truly get the life you want. But with that being said, there's a difference between getting into a, a space that genuinely feels good to you and you feel better and you have a perspective on life that makes you feel hopeful and positive and, and you know that what you want is is coming to you and pretending you feel better because you feel like that's how you're supposed to feel and doing all your affirmations and all your other tools and all the stuff everyone's telling you you should be doing, but underneath you feel like crappy because all of your beliefs that are still, all the beliefs that are kind of getting in the way of what you want are still going strong as ever. All the fears, the doubts, the unresolved issues, they're all still stewing around in there and you're just suppressing, 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 pretending they're not there. That is not going to get you what you want because you can't fool the universe. You can't, you can't pretend to be feeling something you're not feeling. It can tell the difference. It wants to give you all the stuff you want, but it can't give it to you because you want it or because you're trying really hard to get it and you're doing all your manifesting exercises and you're reading your books and your blogs and, and you know, getting it in theory. It can only give you what you're truly a match to. And if you have a lot of like all that inner shit happening and it's not being addressed, it can't give you that because you're not a match to it yet. Don't be afraid of all your negativity. Don't think you just have to get happy. Don't think that, you know, you have to just pretend that things don't bother you that actually are bothering you. You need to kind of deal with it all. You have to honor where you are now. So for example, if you're in the depths of despair and you're feeling super depressed after maybe losing a job or losing a relationship or just being unhappy about life in general, and you try to leap 25 steps to unbridled joy where, uh, you know, you feel all is right with the world simply because you got to experience a beautiful sunset. It's like, mm, 
no, you're probably not going to be able to get there. That is really far away from where you are now. Can you get there eventually? Absolutely. Do you need to jump right to that level of, of vibration to start letting good stuff into your life? No, not really. It's kind of like if you had a room with a curtain closed and you open the curtain a little bit, a little bit of sunshine will come in. The room is not super dark anymore. You open that curtain a little more, a little more sunshine comes in. You could start letting good stuff into your life without getting to some perfect state of like you're manically happy and you have no negative beliefs and you totally have gotten over all of your childhood traumas and, and blah, blah, blah. So don't, don't be afraid to kind of look at all of that. Don't try to force an emotional state that's not really close to where you are now and sustainable. Because what happens is you might reach that state temporarily. Maybe you have a great conversation with somebody that they say something that really resonates with you and, and gives you a new perspective or you, you read a book that really motivates you and you'll feel really good for a little bit and you'll access that really high vibration, but it probably won't last. And it's okay that it didn't last. But what happens is when we try to get to that place and then try to stay there all the time, when we do bounce back, it's going to feel even worse for two reasons. Number one, now that you have this higher vibe that you've actually experienced it, in comparison, that lower vibe is going to feel freaking awful. And number two, you're going to start beating yourself up for getting back into that lower state and not being able to be a successful little manifester who's able to get all happy 24-7 and totally trust that the universe is supporting you and you could have everything you want. And it's just, you don't, again, you don't need to do that. You can, you can work on feeling better incrementally. You can let yourself feel your negative feelings. You're going to have to let yourself feel them because you really can't heal anything. You're not willing to really feel first. Don't pretend you're happy with things you're not happy with. Um, don't pretend you like your life. If you don't like it, you do have to work on developing a more positive perspective on your life as it is now though. That is crucial for you because like I said before, you can only attract what you're a match to now. So you kind of have to get into those more positive feelings now and start feeling them more frequently. And like I said, you can do that without making a complete shift. You can do that without totally fixing your life right now. You don't have to get rid of everything you hate first to start feeling better. You just have to start being able to look at your life in a way that does make you feel better. For example, now that you know all about this law of attraction awesomeness, you realize, huh, this job I hate right now, I don't have to keep doing this job. I can eventually get something else. I'm going to figure out what I want and then work on attracting that more ideal situation. It's probably a lot easier to feel better about that job you hate right now when you can see the light at the end of the tunnel rather than before when you thought, oh my God, I hate this job, but I'm going to be stuck here forever. It sucks. Yeah, that's a pretty shitty feeling. So there is a way to start feeling better about your life as it is now, even if stuff you don't want is still in your present experience, because the more you can shift to that perspective, genuinely not pretending you feel better, the more things will start shifting, the more you're willing to acknowledge the negativity and the limiting beliefs so you can work on them, the faster you're going to get into that truly higher vibing state, the faster you'll be able to shift all of that. Um, the more you feel better, the more you can naturally weaken certain beliefs without actually paying any specific attention to them. But if they're bigger than, you know, they're big, strong beliefs that you've had for decades and you have massive blocks around something, yeah, you're going to have to kind of examine that in particular. But the bottom line with this misconception is don't just work on trying to get all happy when you're really not happy. Don't 
don't ignore all the bad stuff. Um, you got to let stuff come up. Um, if you have unexpressed anger in particular, you got to let that come up. Um, cause then once you start releasing these negative emotion, emotions, really letting yourself feel them kind of thinking about the root causes of them, then you can truly work on getting them out of your system. And then your vibration is just going to keep raising, 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 and you're going to start attracting all sorts of awesome things in your life in all areas, not just the one area you might be particularly focused on right now, like money or, or finding a husband or whatever. So that is, that is this podcast for now. I could probably keep talking, but I figure a, a one person podcast, uh, maybe talking for an hour might be a little too much to listen to. Um, I'll probably be doing a bunch of interviews with my husband and other people. Those might be a little bit longer and, you know, a little back and forth there. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, you know, law of attraction in, in theory, it's a very simple concept, but because we've been kind of living in a fog all this time and, and believing in a reality that's very, very different from this one, kind of moving into that space of trust and allowing and tapping into that, that truly powerful being you are guys, you have no idea how freaking powerful you are in creating your reality. That is a process, but like that little curtain analogy, you don't have to get perfect to start letting good stuff in. You can gradually move and move. Things get better and better, and they'll keep getting better. And it's it's an awesome journey. And please keep at it. If you feel discouraged, you know, work work at it. Read materials. Listen to a do something that makes you feel good about this and reinvigorates your your sense of hope. And just just keep at it. I hope these misconceptions that I talked about today really helped clear up stuff for you. And we'll kind of give you a clearer idea of how you can actually apply law of attraction practically in your own life. I really am excited to do these podcasts. I like talking, so it's all good. So if you want to learn more about my services or read some of my posts, uh, you can visit my blog at www.livelifemadetoorder.com. And I would really appreciate um, leaving a, a review of this podcast if you liked it on Stitcher. I am not on iTunes yet, but I'm working on that. So thanks for listening, guys. And I hope that you found this helpful. And here's to an awesome life for you. Have a great day or night, wherever you are listening to this at what time. And happy manifesting. Bye-bye. <laughs>